What's going on, everybody? Emergency No Huddle Show podcast. I'm here already in Seattle in preparation for the Eagles versus Seahawks on Sunday night, which is, of course, a huge game, but a huge story. Of course, Saturday breaking. The Eagles have signed Alshon Jeffrey to a four-year extension. Per Jeff McLean of Philly.com, it's a four-year extension with $52 million with $27 million guaranteed. And this is a huge deal. I mean, me and Matt, who unfortunately is not here right now, he is on his way to Seattle, and I'm sure he's going to have a very different take on this than me. Although I do like it, but he's always been in the pro Alshon camp. I haven't been there so much. So lots to talk about with this. We wanted to bring you the emergency pod to talk about the four-year extension that the Eagles have handed Alshon Jeffrey. Let's start with on the field. Look, I've been... Not critical, but I have been, you know, hesitant to li- to say Alshon's a number one receiver. Um, I still don't think he is. I still don't think he's an elite number one guy. I don't think he's a top five receiver. Uh, but the Eagles are now paying him like one, according to Spotrack. The the deal that Alshon's reportedly got makes him seventh in the NFL um, in both averages, and I think it was eighth and guaranteed. But he's a top ten paid receiver right now, and you can debate if he's a top ten guy. But that's not what we're going to debate right now because when we talk about what Alshon brings to the Eagles on the field, I think you it was a deal where you ha- there's two components. You had to bring him back, in my opinion, because A, you want to keep the same core together that you have currently going now. B, I think Alshon's been a great teammate. He's kind of embraced the, uh, you know, not even though he was in a contract year and he ended up getting his extension, he kind of embraced that he wasn't getting a ton of targets early on. He never complained, and he just kind of was part of the offense. And I think he had a lot to do with the Eagles' team-first mentality that has allowed them to move to 10-1. So I think that was important. On the field, he's played well. I mean, five touchdowns over the last four weeks. Um, I don't think he's made a ton of elite number one type receiver catches where I can look and say, okay, no one else makes that catch besides Alshon. He had the touchdown against the Niners, which was impressive down the sideline, and the touchdown he had against the Cowboys was impressive too. But one of the other reasons I think this is a deal the Eagles had to get done was Carson Wentz has shown, and I think you know this is with a lot of quarterbacks, but Carson Wentz has shown that if you give him time to develop with a player, the results will come. Uh, Look at what Nelson Aguilar has done. uh, Wentz had 16 games to play with him last year, and although Aguilar has moved into the slot, which had an impact, the fact that um, Wentz had 16 games to play with him really helped, and you can see their chemistry on the field. And Ertz. I mean, Ertz is probably the better example because Ertz has said time and time again he wants consistency at the quarterback position. If you give him the same quarterback multiple seasons in a row, give him a guy he can get to know, then you'll see the results. And Ertz has been arguably the top tight end of the league this year, if not, at worst, top three. So with that being said, I think what you're seeing from Alshon this year is good production. And I think it's going to increase throughout the season or over these last five games into the playoffs. But I think what you're going to get next year from Alshon is going to be even bigger because he'll have another year in the system. He'll have a year with Wentz under his belt. He'll have two off-seasons with him of work. Wentz clearly values off-season work. You can see it in the way he's improved this game and the fact that he brought the guys to North Dakota last year, which Alshon went to. But I think Alshon's best days are ahead of him, and I think that's what the Eagles are paying for. Um, the issue, though, there is some risk in this. I mean, $13 million average for Alshon is not a small amount. As mentioned, it's $10 million. It, it puts him in top 10 type money. For receivers, I don't think he's a top 10 receiver. But when you look at some of the receivers that were going to be free agents this offseason, guys like Sammy Watkins, um, I mean, it was not an impressive list. So had Alshon hit the open market, he was going to get paid. And he took a risk on himself. 
And the fact that he signed this deal early tells me two things. One, he feels like he got market value of what he was going to get, or at least right around it. But B, that he really wanted to be here. And I think that's a key component is, you, you know, the Eagles have a very special locker room. They have a locker room of guys that really like each other. They all get along. And Alshon is a part of that. And for him to want to remain here, I mean, clearly they paid him top dollar, but for him to want to remain here, not even test the open market, I think is a testament to the type of person he is and the type of locker room that this Eagles team is building. So the positives are Wentz stays for another, you know, you get another year of uh, Wentz and Alshon, you get another year of this core kind of playing together because now when you look at it, you have Alshon locked up long term. Wentz is obviously going to be here. Um, Jay Ajayi, however you want to look at him on part of the offense, he's under contract next year. Aguilar's under contract next year. Ertz signed a long extension. Lane Johnson signed a long extension. Brandon Brooks signed a long extension. I mean, the offensive side of this ball is really locked up for years to come. And that's big because as they get time to grow with Wentz, I think the results will improve, as they, as I've mentioned, they do with Ertz and Aguilar. Um, the risks. I touched on it a little bit, but, I mean, Alshon... As a number one receiver, he hasn't had 100 yards in 23 games, I think it is. So he isn't a guy that puts up consistently dominating numbers. Um, even over this last these last few weeks when he's had five touchdowns, which is impressive, I don't think he's, I mean, he hasn't topped 100 yards, but he's had, you know, 50-yard games, 60-yard games. And that's kind of, I, I touched on it in the last podcast, but that's kind of like the Alshon special, you know, six catches. 65 yards and a touchdown. And he does have consistency in that regard because he does give that he does give you that. But the fact that he never really has those huge games. I mean, look, he's not Julio Jones. We know he's not Julio Jones. But Julio Jones last week has, you know, 200 plus yards, two touchdowns, and you can just see that there's games where the opposing defense just literally can't stop him. And I don't see that without Sean. But you're going to pay him like a guy that is that type that is that type of player. I mean, 13 million dollars on average, and I mean, the cap hit won't be that in 2018, but that money has to go somewhere. Uh, so, I mean, that's a lot of money. Um, and then you have the Eagles cap space situation. Uh, prior to the deal, and we don't know the cap hit yet for Alshon's 2018 contract, but prior to the deal, the Eagles were over the cap by $450,000 heading in the next offseason. Off and that's after the Jernigan extension. That's before Brandon Graham gets his reported extension that the Eagles are working on him with. So, Prior to giving Alshon a deal that averages $13 million, the Eagles were already over the cap. So Howie's a guy that likes to backload deals. So when you look at this, you're probably not going to get $13 million on the books next year. I'd imagine it probably comes in somewhere around 5 or $6 million, if I had to guess, which I think is what Jernigan is. He, off the top of my head, I think he's somewhere between 5 and $7 million next year. So next year, you're going to look at a deal where now you are already $450,000 over. Let's say Alshon costs you, we'll be extremely conservative, $5 million bucks. If he costs you $5 million, so you cut Torrey Smith, that basically evens it out. But then you also have to free up more space for a potential Graham extension, for you know filling some holes on this roster. I'm not saying the Eagles are going to need to go out and sign a top free agent, but this is not a perfect roster. No, NF, no, no team in the NFL is. So they're going to have to sign free agents. They're going to have to, they're going to have to you know, pay their rookies. So cuts are coming. And cuts were going to come anyway, but after this Alshon deal, cuts are definitely coming. Guys like Torrey Smith, guys like Brent Selleck, who maybe aren't huge contributors, but are big parts of the locker room, they're going to go. Um, maybe Jason Peters now, because even though, you know, I, I'm on the fence, and I've said this to Matt when we've, when we've done the podcast, I've been on the fence about cutting him just because of how much 
he means to that Eagles organization. Or I shouldn't say I, I have been, but I think the Eagles will be. So I don't think it's a guarantee he gets cut. But that's $6 million right there. So the Eagles are in a situation right now with the cap where because of the Alshon deal, they're really going to have to to cut some guys. So that that's one that's one aspect of this deal where you know I, the casual fan will look at it and say, okay, well you bring Alshon back, that's a no brainer. He's been arguably their top receiver. I think now that we're eleven games in, you can give him that designation because he has kind of outperformed performed Aguilar recently. Even though Aguilar is having a very good year, but I think you can make the argument that Alshon is their number one receiver. So you lock him up, and that does seem like a no-brainer. But the cap part of this is real. It's, it's, a real. it's a real part of the decision, and it'll be interesting to see how that impacts this team next year. But that's next year. And as I wrote on the website prior to the Alshon deal, this Eagles team is special. I mean, they're 10-1. and I think they're probably going to beat the Seahawks. Even if they don't, you know, you're still going to be 10-2. You're in great position to make the playoffs. They're probably going to be NFC, champion, NFC East champions. I think you have to take advantage of it, and I think you have to take advantage of this year, and you have to make sure everyone's happy. You have to really invest in this core, and I think that's part of what Howie Roseman did here. I mean, not that the Alshon contract thing was a huge distraction by any means, but it was something that was lingering over this team. I mean, every time me and Matt did a podcast, we talked about it. It's something that the media people talk a lot. I don't know if the players talk about it, but I'm sure it's been something that's been weighing on Alshon's mind. Now he knows he has that financial security that he's been he's been trying to get. I mean, Alshon took a big risk on himself doing a one-year deal because he could have potentially had more money or at least a longer contract where he would have known he would have been somewhere. He played on the franchise tag his final year in Chicago. So he's he has really, over these past two years, has not had a ton of financial security or knowing where he's going to be. I'd imagine that weighs on a guy, just as it would weigh weigh on anybody, not just an athlete. So now he gets that with his four-year contract extension. Um, so let's uh, let's. I want to read some reactions to this on Twitter. See what you guys are saying about it, and just kind of react to some of those. Um, I asked you guys, give me your takeaways on the decision to sign Alshon Jeffrey to Hughes extension. Like it or hate it. So as expected, ton of Jordan Matthews slander in my mentions. Um, Miles Sheet. It's not it's not Jordan Matthews and his inspiring tennis ball catching Snapchat videos, but I'll take it. All right, good one, Connor. But I mean. Everyone's ripping me for Jordan Matthews. I don't see how this has any impact on Matthews at all. I mean, just because the Eagles paid him to be a top receiver doesn't mean all of a sudden he is. Jordan Matthews has had a down year in Buffalo, but it, it is what it is. Um, Anthony Ludo 215, love it. Has anyone else seen the free agent receivers for next year? We needed him back. That's an excellent point, and one I touched on a little bit already. If Alshon would have left, the Eagles would have had a major hole to fill because Torrey Smith is not cannot be your number one type guy. Matt Collins isn't going to be a number one type guy. So if Alshon would have left, the Eagles would have had a huge hole at receiver. Um, and you want to not only do you want to bring back a guy that you know has already been here, you want to you want to bring back the top guy. And Alshon would have been the top receiver, even though I don't think he's a top ten type guy. He would have been the type the uh, the you know the best receiver available. Um, speaking of guys, are going to need to resign. Gabe Yosef says, we better re-sign Nigel Bradham. I agree. I think Bradham is key. They really need to bring him back, especially with the injury to Jordan Hicks. You don't know what he's going to be like next season. Um, so I think it's an absolute priority to bring back Jordan, to, to bring back Nigel Bradham and make sure he's a part of this team. Because as I mentioned, on the offensive side of the ball, they're very, you know, they have a lot of key guys locked up, and they do on the defense defensive side of the ball as well. But Nigel Bradham's been a huge part of this team, um, and I, I think uh, you're absolutely right, Gabe. He's someone that he has to bring back. All right, Tommy T two six five two five six. 
it's good. Gives Wentz continuity. Gives AJ a, mor- a morale boost heading into two tough games in the last third of the season. Pays while Carson Wentz is still relatively ch- relatively cheap. And that's true. The Eagles have been able to hand out these kind of extensions because of the fact Carson Wentz is only making you know $5 million bucks a year. But that's going to change. And the Eagles are handing out long-term extensions. So you know, by the time Jeffrey's making $15 million a year, which he's going to if they're going to you know, prorate and kind of lower the, the first year of his cap hit, Wentz is going to need to do deals. So Jernigan, Cox, Jeffrey, uh, Lane Johnson, Brandon Graham, if these guys are going to be making a lot of money in two or three years, that's when Wentz is going to be on his contract. So I agree that this is the time to pay him. I agree this is when you can hand out those deals. But Carson Wentz is not going to be cheap for that much longer. Um, all right, MJ Smitty 625. You have a franchise QB on a rookie contract. You go all in now and try to win for the next few years. They're set up for a three-year run with this team as is. Then hopefully Carson gets addicted to winning and takes cap-friendly deal when his time is right. For what it's worth, I do think Wentz is going to take a cap-friendly deal because his his deal is going to be so astronomical that if he takes an extra two, you know, minus two or three million a year, then I, you know, I think he would do that. Um, as for this, you know, you go in and try to all win for the next few years. Yeah, their window might be open, and it does seem that way. But it's tough to win in the NFL. I mean, if you look at these young quarterbacks, uh, Andrew Luck won 33 games in his first year. He never won a Super Bowl. Russell Wilson won his first and only Super Bowl in his second year. Uh, ben Roethlisberger has been in the league 14 years. Both of his Super Bowls came within the first four years. Aaron Rodgers' Super Bowl was within the first four I think it was in his third year, and that's been his only one. So I think the Eagles need to take advantage of the opportunity in front of them. I agree their window is open. Um, but, you know, in the NFL, those windows slam shut pretty quickly. But by handing Jeffrey this extension, the Eagles are clearly trying to to keep that window open because one of the things that happens to the team is guys have good year and then they go on the open market and they cash in. The Eagles are, you know, they're going to be tight financially, but they're at least locking up their guys. Um, all right, here goes a little more J-Matt hate. Hate it. He's not J-Matt and it hurts Elliot. You guys can hate on Jordan Matthews all you want. He was a productive receiver while he was here. Um, let's see. Uh... That bull burr, I like that. Uh, smart move and the chemistry between him and Wentz will only get better. I agree. As I mentioned at the beginning, I think that chemistry is a big part of this deal and the fact that they did it. Um, I think it, it was that that's a big part of it. I think next year you're going to see Jeffrey improve. You're going to see bigger numbers as him and Wentz get a little more comfortable. And I think that's, you know, that's a big part of that is Wentz. Um, let's see what else we got here. Honestly, would have preferred to side Jordan Matthews, but I think they got Alshon for cheaper than they could have gotten him. You know, I think Jordan Matthews is still a very productive receiver. I'm not going to read any more Jordan Matthews tweets. If only Matt was here to rub this in as well. But we we, we shall see what ends up happening. Um, yeah, I mean, lots of people are loving this right now. I don't see anybody that says they don't like it. Uh, I'm not surprised by that simply because you're, you're re-signing your top receiver on a year where you're already 10-1. and one. So very, very positive reaction from Eagles fans. I will caution them that every time Howie ever seems to make a move, people seem to love it. And then, you know, he's like 50-50 at best when it comes to uh, his contract extensions, in my opinion. That's not a popular opinion because it's not popular to to think Howie's an average GM. But until they win in the playoffs and do something, I still think the the, uh, you, you can't really say Howie's a great GM at this point. So to cap things up, to wrap things up a little bit, I should say, I like the move. I think it was a deal the Eagles had to make because you had to bring him back. They paid top dollar. Let's not 
lie here and say that they didn't. They paid a guy a top 10 money when I don't think he's a top 10 receiver. So that's a bit worrisome. He's a guy that's been suspended for PEDs before. He's missed games, 17, I think, in his first five years in Chicago. So he's inconsistent. He does he has some blemishes on, on his record. But I think you had to bring him back. So I like the fact that how he did it. I like the fact that the Eagles are not going to have to bid on him in an open market and potentially end up paying more. You take a risk now, and you hope it pays off. And honestly, with Carson Wentz a quarterback, a lot of risks this team takes is going to pay off. Uh, he's going to make guys look a lot better than they are. I think he's done that to a certain extent with Alshon over the past five games. So that is the emergency pod. I'm sure Matt is its killing him inside that he is, I believe, currently on a plane from Philly to Seattle. His phone is going to be blowing up, I'm sure, when it lands. We will be back after the game on Sunday after the Eagles-Seahawks. We'll talk mostly about the game, but I'll give Matt a few minutes to uh, kind of rub in the fact that they committed to Alshon because he's been big on Alshon for the first few weeks, uh, or ever really ever since he got here. So... Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, We will be back on Sunday, and then we'll have the hot take pod on Tuesday after this kind of settles in a little bit more, and we'll really dive into it. The cap numbers, what this means, but these were just my quick instant takeaways. I had to give you guys that to listen to on the pod for all the subscribers that are loyal. We really appreciate it. Toss me those five-star reviews, and I will talk to you guys Sunday after the game.